Welcome to the Rise Priestess podcast, a place for women just like you who are in the process of claiming their callings, rising into priestesshood, and building a legacy. This is where values-driven women come to learn how to unleash their gifts and share them unapologetically with the world to unlock deep contribution and potent prosperity. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Coxon. I'm an author, yoga teacher, activist, and business mentor. I bridge together feminine-inspired leadership and divine masculine action that quantum leaps you into an expansive experience of life and business. I believe that business is a vehicle for not only living a more purposeful and free life, but for also contributing to social and ecological healing. I live in a coastal town in Portugal and have been channeling my inner priestesshood into various heart-centered businesses since 2016. Back then, I left my life as an archaeologist to play my part in the reawakening of the feminine. Although I now run a successful mission-driven business, it's been quite the journey. I've had to move past imposter syndrome, own my gifts, make friends with money, step into feminine leadership, dismantle toxic conditioning, and learn ethical marketing practices. I'm here to help you on your journey to living life and doing business on your terms. From guest interviews to solo heart riffs to laser coaching sessions, this podcast is here to inspire you to reclaim the feminine, live your dharma, and get paid for being you. So sit back, take a deep breath, sister, and let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to another episode and I am laughing because I have recorded this intro twice and both times I forgot to plug my microphone in so I don't know what is going on but I'm trusting that this rendition is the rendition that is meant to meet your ears. So you have noticed that I have been super relaxed with the podcast um, and there is a reason for this. I have felt this overwhelming desire to really go slow this winter and I trust it completely. I was placing a lot of focus and attention on the free Limitless Living Retreat which I know many of you joined and it was incredible and also relaunching Limitless the Academy and it just felt right to focus on those two things and then just leave leave time and space for me. And it goes against a lot of the conditioning that I was given as a child, which is like, you have to work hard. And, you know, in order to have a Christmas break, you need to work really hard so you deserve it. <laughs> That's not really been my reality. And you know what? It's really important for me that I practice what I preach. So if I'm going to show up as a leader in the leadership role for you guys, then, and I'm telling you, you know, you don't need to hustle. You don't need to work hard to prove your worth. Then I better be embodying that. So I have definitely been embodying that. I have had the laziest December, and it's not lazy, but I have had the slowest December ever, really. You know, everyone else is working really hard around me and they're like, oh, you must be so busy, you know, getting ready to take a break in Christmas. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> and um, it feels so good. And what I've noticed as well is by taking some real time for me and having lots of walks with Manny in nature and cooking delicious 
nurturing, nourishing home-cooked meals and, um, you know, having evenings in with Mauro and just spending time with friends. What I've noticed is that when I'm showing up in the academy for, you know, doing women's circles and the coaching and the mentoring, there is even more energy there and I'm able to, to hold even more space and I feel the difference and it's magical and it's potent. So yeah, um, if you guys have been feeling tired and you're feeling like, wow, there is so much that I need to be doing at Christmas, just know, no, you don't, you know, it's really that simple. No, you don't. Um, and speaking of the Academy, I just want to share with you guys how amazing this year has been just to show you what is possible. So when I was, uh, so let me back up here. In April, I was in San Diego. I went to an intensive training um, along with a lot of top coaches and I grabbed the microphone and was shaking, but shared my vision with a hundred people and I was really nervous to do this. And I said, I desperately want to create community. I want to create potent, powerful sisterhood. And I had no idea how I was going to do it. And I kind of had a feeling, a, a fear that maybe I wouldn't be able to do it because I had tried to launch a group program at the end of last year and it flopped. Like really, like no, no one really wanted to join. <laughs> So I kind of was like, well, maybe I'm just supposed to be doing one-to-one work with people. And I had a thriving business from one-to-one work, but the whole community group element thing was just not happening. But I knew I wanted it. I declared it back in April and I launched the Academy in end of June, beginning of July. And since then, 26 women have joined, which is insane, which is incredible. And not only have 26 women joined this potent, powerful container, but the these women, the way that they show up for themselves, the way that they are hungry for expansion, the way that they take responsibility for their growth is incredible. And I almost have tears in my eyes every time that I am facilitating work with them. Sometimes I have to pinch myself. I get to facilitate this. This is incredible. And what I'm really proud of when it comes to Limitless the Academy is it is unlike any other experience on the market. So the thing is, most um, online experiences consist of, particularly when it comes to spiritual development and um feminine empowerment and growth they consist of a bunch of online trainings and then a Facebook group that's literally it and I just don't feel that that is high touch enough for real transformation I know from personal experience that when I have you know in person conversations with people and I'm in the energy of people and I'm in that group and I feel like I'm getting to know them and and I'm able to share and then hear others share then that's what creates real transformation and the real insights and the real illumination. And of course, online trainings are fantastic when you don't have access to that. But they, most people don't even finish online courses. That's the thing. So I've really created Limitless with your transformation in mind. And I think the reason why most mentors and coaches don't offer such a high touch experience, because what I offer is, you know, 
group mentoring sessions throughout the month and also live masterclasses with other experts coming in and also um, live powerful women's circles so we can imprint upon the fabric of reality together in sisterhood. I feel that the reason that most mentors and coaches don't do this is because it's probably not that scalable in the sense that they can't be making millions and also they probably are worried about their energy levels and perhaps there's a sense of laziness there as well or perhaps even not really understanding what it takes to really facilitate transformation for someone and it's I'm just different and I know that and it's I know I sound like I'm blowing my own trumpet but I'm sure that the women in the academy well they've told me they agree there's nothing like it on the market and I'm so proud of what I'm creating and yes it's going to grow even bigger next year and I'm going to be bringing in some special people stay tuned to help facilitate that um, work so that I don't get so completely overstretched as well because it's important that my energy is maintained but it's going to continue to be a high touch amazing container for growth it is probably the best right now and I'm just going to continue to make it even better so watch this space And speaking of creation and manifestation, in today's podcast, I am talking to Ligia Leite. And she she gives us all this juicy wisdom on how to make quantum creation tangible. So we speak about manifestation and much, much more. And it's such an incredible podcast and she's such an incredible woman. So I'm really excited to introduce you guys to her. But first, before we we dive deep with Legia, I want you guys to know that if you want to step into limitless living and expansion as a woman, that next level of expansion, you know, moving past fear and, you know, speaking up, creating magic and leading in your own life and perhaps even leading others, then your first priority is actually to change your programming. So we're all conditioned with a specific set of beliefs from childhood and then because of the society we live in, continuously being we're being conditioned. And if we're experiencing lack and scarcity and low self-esteem, it's a sign that we're operating from programming that is rooted in fear and lack and scarcity and low self-esteem. So the first step in limitless living is to decondition yourself from that and reprogram yourself and my free seven day starter kit helps you do just this so you will be given a powerful meditation recording and daily journal prompts that help you to begin the process of deconditioning and reconditioning and this may be the very thing that starts you to create decisions and make decisions that are more in alignment with what is really nourishing for your soul and your growth and your expansion and less loyal to your fears and your limitations or perceived limitations. So if you want in, then just head over to www.moonmagicmiracles.com forward slash limitless living or you can click the link in the show notes. And if you are already on my email list, then yay, go you. (laughs) And um, you already have access to the uh, prompts, the journal prompts, and also the uh, meditation recording. So just make sure that you sift through your emails and you will find the link there. And 
why not start now? Why wait till January? Why not start now to listen to this recording again and again and again and start to decondition yourself and reprogram yourself for a life beyond limits? Right, now over to Legia. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of the Women Prosper podcast. I'm so, so excited to be introducing you to someone who I've met very, very recently online, but oh my gosh, we connect so much. Her name is Legia Leite, and um, she's Brazilian, but she's living in Barcelona, and I'm so, so happy to have this conversation with her. So Legia is um, an energy alignment mentor, and she hosts, a little bit like me, she hosts energy rituals, energy ceremonies, and she also shares energy teachings. And this woman is just full of wisdom. I know that you you wonderful women are just going to absolutely love this conversation. So without further ado, Ligia, please introduce yourself to us and tell us a little bit about, a bit more about you. Thank you so much. I'm smiling already. Thank you for that intro. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yes, of course. So yeah, I'm from Brazil. I'm living in Barcelona and connecting here with something we, we talked about briefly. But what I'm connecting here ever since I've moved to Barcelona is to a past life where I was a priestess in Spain. And the past, I would say the past year, but most intensely the past few months in my business, I've been reconnecting with that on a deeper level. And that's what I'm bringing to my programs and my ceremonies is that energy alchemy, really. And in, in that environment of when you put women together and we connect in sisterhood, in a circle, and we set the same intention, we move energy together, it's so powerful. And that's my passion. So my mission is to host, hold space really for women to come together and do this energy work. And I also want to bring, you know, divine knowledge of the cosmos and the whole woo-woo stuff into earth. So make it tangible, bring the whole 5D consciousness, higher self-knowledge to humans here with egos, with doubts, with conditioning. So we make energy a bit more tangible and it's not this woo-woo stuff that is a bit out there and we don't really know what it is or how to apply. Does that make sense? Oh my gosh, I love this so much. I've got so, <laughs> many, I've got so many questions. We can go so many different places with this. Um, I guess the first thing that really intrigues me is this past life of yours as a priestess in Barcelona. Tell me more about what priestesshood means for you and what you've been kind of not even learning, but remembering over the past few months. Right, right. And I love this. It's been such a journey just reconnecting with that because it's part already also of what I, what I share, the core content that I share, that it's going beyond the mind level and we're tapping into consciousness. We're tapping into energy and what the mind, the logical mind cannot really grasp or translate into words. And, you know, through the logical approach, we go beyond that because we're not filtering by the mind level. So it's really that knowing that feels deeper. And it's, I feel like I know, I feel like I remember. And it's not something that easy to put into words because we're going beyond that, if that makes sense. Mm. And that's yeah. what I've been reconnecting. It's really that feeling when I show up to host a ceremony, women's circle, a ritual, and I'm leading 
that journey, for example, when I'm leading meditation journeys or shamanic work, shamanic journaling, and, and you were part of one. So that, that ritual that you were part of, it was all channeled. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't really have a script and I don't really have, it's not really planned, the journey that I'm going to take us on, but it just comes as such a download, as such a knowing, and it flows super easily. So that's I what I've that. been connecting. Yeah. I love that. And I can really connect to that because when I do the, the full moon manifestation women's circles in the academy, it's exactly the same thing. Like I don't plan anything. And mm. for me, I know when I'm channeling because it feels clear. Everything feels clear and just flows. And I, I just wondered if you have the same thing. Yes. Yes. I actually have a funny story that now I can look at that and I see for a completely different perspective. Now, when it comes to communication, because it's something that I've always known, I was super drawn to languages, communicating, just expressing myself or writing, speaking. It was always a passion. So I studied, well, I went to two different universities, one for languages, translation, literature, and one for journalism. Because I knew I had this pull towards communication and what I've experienced in, back in school or in uni was always that flow when I was expressing myself that I didn't really know where it came from. So when I had an assignment or a paper to write or something like that, and it was maybe tricky to start. And then as soon as I put pen to paper, it flowed so much that by the end, I would read back and say, oh, was that me? What the hell? Did I know that? Where did I come from? That's actually really good. And I've always felt that when I'm speaking, if I'm hosting something, if I'm giving a masterclass or writing, but that state, that flow state that it comes through, it comes through me, not from me. And I, all, and I listen back or read back afterwards. And it's almost like, whoa, that's really good. Whoever said that. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that, that totally resonates with me. And I think that when we recognize that we are all of us, if you're a, a teacher, a healer, a coach, a mentor, a speaker, like all of us are priestesses, when we realize that we are just simply channeling this ancient divine wisdom, it kind of takes the pressure off a little bit, I find. Mm-hmm. It means we can just show, just kind of show up, and that often is enough. And it's so different from lower levels of masculine uh, consciousness and conditioning that is telling us that we have to be constantly doing and figuring things out and have everything perfectly planned. And it's such a radical new way. And it's, for me, that's when everything starts to really flow and I can really facilitate magic. If I'm trying, if my mind is getting in the way and trying to figure it all out and pre-plan, that's usually when shit hits the fan and it doesn't go so well (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I love what you said that is just remembering we can tap into this remembering tapping into the ancient because we're connected and that's for me the magic the the biggest uh, what I love the most about our whole journey of spiritual awakening of remembering really because it 
resonates to such a level. And if you've been on this journey, reconnecting with your higher self, with your higher purpose, intuition, and all these amazing things, you probably know the feeling, but it's, you know, when you first, quote unquote, hear about the energy things, about your higher self, and it might sound like new information in this lifetime. And at the same time, you go, oh, of course, I kind of knew that. Of course, it's that. Even when it comes to energy concepts and you learn about vibration and quantum field, quantum manifestation, all these things, and it's new information in a way. And at the same time, it's not. It resonates to such a level that it's different when, than when you're learning, I don't know, a new, I'm going to study math or chemistry or biology now. And it's these new concepts that I'm learning and memorizing. When it comes to energy, you're learning, but you're actually activating something that it's in you already, but dormant. It's an activation. Mm. That's, ah, uh, that just, I got chills down my spine <laughs> listening to you. It's like, yeah, like our whole school system is really remembering and putting information in us. Whereas this process of awakening and tapping into that which we already are is a process of remembering and it's emerging from us, this wisdom that's already in us at a cellular level or an energetic level. I love, I love that analogy that you made. Yeah, you, you already know. You, and, and I teach energy. So in courses, master classes, and all these things, but as a tool to activate your own knowing, I'm not teaching anything new. We already know all there is to know when it comes to energy and your, your nature as an energy being, which is mind blowing. Mm, yeah, it's just, it's just remembering. I love that because then we recognize that there's nothing that we can actually add on, nothing that we can take on that really is going to transform our lives. It's already within us. Everything that we need yeah. is already within us. And that's what, that's what we're speaking to. I love that. Yeah. So 3D consciousness, there may be some women in my audience that have maybe come across this term before, but don't really understand it. Or perhaps this is just something completely new. I'm wondering if you can speak to us a little bit about, about that and what that is for you. Yes, of course. So we hear so much about the 3D, 5D, all these Ds. And so this <laughs> is the most, we, well, you are a multidimensional being. We all are multidimensional beings. That just means we are more than this physical body of blood and bones that you can see and touch and everything else in our experience also. So we also live in a multidimensional universe. And these dimensions have different layers, different levels of density. So you can look at it as the more dense levels, which is the 3D, and the less dense levels, which, you know, it's where we start tapping into the 5D and the other Ds. So that just means, well, if, if we're looking at the 3D, 3D refers to our physical reality. 3D is duality. There's good and bad. There is negative, positive, failure, success. There is, if we're looking at the physical, physical proof, physical evidence, it also means defining something or someone by the looks, the 
tangible things that we can measure. So the facts, the number, the job, the uh, money in your bank account, the car, all these things that are tangible and we can touch and see. While in the 5D, you're tapping into infinite abundance. There are no labels. You go beyond the mind level because the ego and your logical brain are operating in the physical level, right? The physical level of consciousness. In the 5D, we go beyond. So it's infinite abundance. It's no labels, no good or bad. You can tap into that higher consciousness and kind of see the big picture. Does that make sense? Mm, yeah, absolutely. I love how you how you've described that. <laughs> and when it comes when it comes to working with 5D, I mean, obviously infinite abundance and um, you know going beyond labels. I think that's what we all of us deeply desire, isn't it? To be completely limitless. This is mm. why I use the word limitless so much because it just really speaks to that kind of like expansion. How do we? How do we tap in? How do we work with 5D energy? How do we tap into it to create shifts in? Because we are multidimensional beings, but we're predominantly living in 3D. Mm-hmm. So how do we tap into it? I'm so curious about that. Uh, I, I love this question. Because it's about making it tangible. One thing is understanding the concept and we go, okay, cool. That sounds nice. It sounds amazing that I could tap into that. And then it's not tangible. So that's what I where I love to bring the shift and how we can actually apply that. So when you look at the, let's say the 3D and the 5D, these different dimensions as not an actual place, but just the level of density, when we look at the universe with this different level, different layers, different levels of density, almost like the layer, the level of density you are operating from. So it's a way to see your reality rather than a place you're coming from or anything like that. So that's the first thing. If you want to tap into 5D, it's nothing you have to do or nowhere you have to go, nothing like that. It's just shifting your perspective, your point of view, and where you're coming from when you look at the same situations, your current reality. You can look at the same thing that is happening right now for you from two very different points of view from the 3D and from from a 5D uh, standpoint, tapping into that higher consciousness. So a way that I like to explain it is imagine that you can put on different glasses, different lenses, really. And your lenses are set to a specific tone, a specific frequency, almost like a filter. So let's say that you put on your 5D glasses And your lenses are only filtering what is coming from love, from abundance, from that limitless nature, from there is no limitations, no labels. It's just expansion and potential. And that's what it's scanning for. So when you put on those glasses, you can look around you, you can scan your your current reality and what's going to stand out the only things you're going to see, the ones that are going to pop up in front of you are the ones that are a vibrational match to that nature. So what is where you can see abundance, where you can see flow, where you can see infinite potential, where there are no limits. Those are the ones that are going to be highlighted. 
And the same goes for the other glasses. So if you put on your 3D glasses, it's almost like you're scanning for duality. You're looking around, you're scanning your business, your relationships, your bank account, your, your day when you're standing in line somewhere and it's taking long, you put on your 3D glasses. And if those glasses are scanning and just filtering to show you duality, good and bad labels, this is worse, this is better, then imagine the same thing. You're there going to the bank, standing in line, and it's taking more than 40 minutes, and those glasses are scanning for that. So that pops up automatically, bad. This is negative, this sucks. Now, it wouldn't even be a thing if you're using the glasses that don't scan for good and bad. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's, I love this analogy of the glasses. I was having a conversation with someone, oh, my friend Heidi, um, and we were talking about, I don't know if you have this phrase in your culture, but rose-tinted glasses, it's like a mm. phrase. And it's seen as such a bad thing, like, oh, you're just looking at the world through rose-tinted glasses, but, uh-huh. you know, rosy glasses, everything looks great. But actually what you're saying is, yeah, do that, <laughs> because, <laughs> because the quality of your life is going to really shift and what you focus on expands. And as you see more positivity, more love, more abundance, that's your new reality. Right, right. And that goes beyond, I mean, it can sound fluffy, you know, oh, let's just look for the positive. And, and of course it is, and it helps, and it's the whole point, right? But I get how it can sound a bit, okay, I'm just going to scan for love then now and suddenly change the whole thing. So it's about integrating that also. Like mm-hmm. you said, we are, we have that consciousness, we are multidimensional beings, but we are living in a 3D world. So how you can start to apply that. And, and the whole thing comes from the foundation. I'm going to sound really geeky now, but it comes from the foundation of quantum physics that says you only experience what you are looking at. So actually, if you're not looking at something, if it's not within your reach, your awareness, it doesn't exist, which is crazy. So if you look at the quantum field, the big quantum soup of all realities, all outcomes, past, present, future, everything is happening all at once. The only thing that gives us the impression of having this current reality and not another, of having, of experiencing linear time. So we had a yesterday, we have today, and we'll have a tomorrow. The only thing that makes us feel like that is because physical us can only focus at one point in space and time at once. So imagine that the quantum field, in in that quantum field, all realities, all outcomes are available, but then physical us have like a sharp, narrow focus that chooses one point at a time. So we can only choose one at a time and we experience life like that. Oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah, it's it's the same thing. That's why we say um, use the when you wear your 5D glasses and you're scanning for these things, it's not in a fluffy way of look for love and love will find you kind of thing. It's more quantum. It's if you look at that point, if that's your focus, that will be your only physical reality available. It's going to be the, the reality you experience. If you're focused somewhere else, 
that's going to be your reality, the one you, you physically experience. If mm. the, love, the abundance is somewhere else and physical you is not focused on that point, it's not going to be part of your experience. And it's as simple as that. It's basically choose your reality. Exactly. You get to choose. They're all out there and you get to choose what you focus on. Yes. I love <laughs> this because this is the key. And I think the thing that, that kind of holds a lot of us back from choosing that, that reality is just simply conditioning. And the, the work that I do, particularly in the academy with my women, is to really decondition from patriarchal conditioning, mm. which is that kind of conditioning that is from the moment we were born is telling us that we're not enough. The world is like this. There's lack, there's scarcity. There has to be competition. Um, you know, just the, basically that there isn't enough and that the world is a big, scary place and that you have to do, do, do. And success is what you do and what you achieve and your status rather than who you're being. And really when we learn to decondition from that, we start to recondition ourselves with these 3D glasses, then stuff starts to just show up in our lives. That's, and we are literally choosing our reality. So as we choose our belief systems, which is, I think for you, it's, you, you, know, you use the 3D consciousness um, approach. And for me, I, I talk about belief systems, but mm -hmm. it's the same thing. It's like you, choo you choose what you believe, you choose what you see, and then don't get you know, surprised when it shows up in your energetic field as experience. Right. Right. Our brains don't know the difference, right? What you tell it, it's going to take us your whole truth. So when it comes to choosing your beliefs, I, if you repeat something to yourself enough times for your brain to take that as the truth, it's going to be your reality. Yes, yes, yes. And one of my favorite things, I just want to share this with the, with the listeners. One of my favorite things to do that is like when I'm walking the dog, I'm literally speaking my future into reality mm. and I'm using past tense. So, you know, I'll imagine that we're one, I'm one year in the future, two years in the future. And I'm talking to my dog. <laughs> well, you know, I'm talking to the universe and I'm saying, well, it was amazing that this happened and feeling those feelings as well. I wonder, um, so yeah, that, that's a really powerful way of um, creating and choosing the reality. But I'm wondering if you can give us any, tangible tips or tricks with with energy rituals and energy ceremonies and yeah any energy teachings that you have that can um help the listeners to tap into and and wear those 5d glasses even more i don't know if that's a question that mm -hmm. made any sense but i hope you got you understood what i'm asking yes yes <laughs> something that and we can do that in a practice where through visualization you can move that energy because one thing that is very important, I love to share this, when it comes to energy practices, and of course, when you're doing that in a guided environment with a mentor and in, in such an environment, it's, you can go to different layers and different, different depths. Now, it's not something you need that kind of support to start tapping into. It's something, it's part of your experience already. You have your energy field. So you can start playing with it and get acquaintance. It's almost like you're starting this relationship with your energy because you might be cultivating that relationship and nourishing a relationship with your physical body, with your mind, when you're being 
just aware of your beliefs and all that. So it's the same process when it comes to your energy field. You can start to grow that relationship and just tend to it. You know, when we talk about money mindset and you have to show up uh, in your bank account and for your money as if it's your husband or a boyfriend or someone you're dating and you have to show up in, in care and ask how you're doing and do something nice and, and give him a massage. And we, we do the same thing when it comes to money, when it comes to your physical body, how you can do that when it comes to your energy. So energy self-care is a thing. What you can do to unwind, to feel better, to change your energy levels when you feel energized and you want to tone it down or when you're feeling a bit low, do I feel like giving space for that to be or do I want to just give an energy boost? You can start playing with it with not so much pressure. That's the first tip. If you want to start tapping into energy and working with that, it's cultivating the relationship first. And then from that place, you can set intentions because energy is conscious. Energy knows what to do and where to go. Actually, much better than whatever we can tell the energy. <laughs> energy is consciousness in its pure state. So when you're, you're visualizing and you set intention to allow energy, you know, just put your hands on your heart, close your eyes, and you want to create space for stagnant energy to move. So you breathe it out. You create that space in your physical body and you just set the intention. I am allowing this to take as much space as it needs and to flow, to flow in and out, to flow through me. I'm allowing this to move. It is safe to allow this to move. And that's it. And you allow. And you stay in that meditative, just receiving state where you're just not blocking something that is naturally flowing. So it's not something you have to force or do in an energy practice. I need to move my energy or I need to do this with my energy. It's actually the opposite. How can you allow energy to expand and move? Because it's what it naturally does. I hope this is helpful. Yeah, and it, it just makes total sense because we know that the universe is expanding forever. Yes. Like, what is it expanding into? And then you look at like, plants and animals and trees and I mean trees are plants obviously but they're, they're always growing and we are growing like energy wants to expand and there is this natural intelligence that is flowing through all things and you know when we try and force we're actually operating from conditioning when we allow and radically accept and embrace then we're allowing this natural intelligence to move through us and create all things that it that we I mean, we can tap into our desires and it can fill those desires and bring them to fruition, but it's far more powerful to just let natural intelligence do its work rather mm -hmm. than trying to shape it and force it and control it. So I love what you're... Out of the way. Yeah, exactly. Get out of the fucking way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so important. And, you know, it's a constant... For me, I find, I don't know about you, but it's a constant practice to remember this time and time again. When I'm in it, it feels so easy, but it's so easy to get reconditioned mm. back into the old ways of being. You know, we, we kind of think that, we think very linearly like, okay, I was like this and now I'm like that and now I'm perfect. 
connect, you know, like on the spiritual journey, but it doesn't work like that. At least not for me. I find that, you know, (laughs) the media and social media and just the way that we're engaging in our lives and the people who we're surrounded with, they have certain belief systems that we can get sucked back into. So yeah, it's, um, it's a point that I want to make, which is like, this is a, for me, it's a lifelong practice. And there are days when I am back like I've, I feel like I've regressed, but mm-hmm. the awareness that I've regressed, the awareness that, oh, wait, hang on, I'm hung up on old ways of being here. I'm hooked here. Like that's there, whereas it wasn't there before. Right. This is so timely for me because Scorpio season has been challenging me and everyone yep. else, apparently. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and that's another thing. We have cycles, energy has cycles. So expecting that to be the linear path to full enlightenment and never falling back into old ways or doubt ever again is just not reasonable. It's just not a thing. We have cycles, we have energy. And even these periods where we fall back into old ways to maybe reframe something, to bounce back, to reflect, maybe to take more time, it always serves a purpose. Imagine if there were no seasons. When you look at nature, because we are just part of it, of the same, we all, we have the same life energy as a tree, right? At its essence, we share the same thing. Mm. And when you look at nature, imagine if it was just a nonstop, never-ending summer. It wouldn't happen. It's not, it needs the cycles. Leaves need to go to make room for the new ones. And it needs that gestation period. And then it's thriving and then it falls again. And we do the same thing. We are part of nature. So why would it be different? Why would it be different in your life and business when that, the nature itself is cyclic? Mm-mm. Yeah. And that, that's incredible. And I think one of the great disservices of the, um online spiritual world is that there are a lot of spiritual leaders out there in my opinion who don't show this side Mm. they they don't show their vulnerability they don't actually say oh i'm in the thick of things again you know and so that this does us a disservice because we think there's something deeply wrong with us or it's shameful and one of the things i try and do when i show up on online and instagram And even when I'm talking and mentoring my women is to give personal stories and to show that it is cyclical. And just recently, you know, it was the new moon kind of catalyzed some crazy shit for me that I hadn't revisited in a few years. And it was like straight in my face. Basically, someone who I really, really love deeply ghosted me for I still don't know why. And it brought up this avalanche of shame and self-doubt and fear and all of this stuff that I was like whoa I thought I had dealt with that like Mm -hmm. I thought I was a woman who was like she knows her worth girlfriend and instead like all this abandonment stuff came up that was was clearly another layer that needed to be looked at and dissolved and I shared it with my audience as I gained insight so you know, obviously I, I don't think I was crying on my Instagram stories because I don't know if that's particularly helpful, but as I was processing it, I was sharing what I was processing and what I was learning. And I think there are a lot of people out there that are very afraid to show up fully as themselves and to show these parts of themselves for fear of judgment. 
but actually it's such a liberation because what happens is people say, yeah, that's me. That's my experience too. Or, Oh, thank God. I thought I was the only one. Um, so I'm going off on a tangent here, <laughs> but it's, but everything is cyclical and it's all okay. And whatever part of the cycle that you are in, you are meant to be there. You are going to learn something if you recognize that you're supposed to be there. Right. And that it, 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 makes me think of another really important point when it comes to shifting to that higher perspective, the, you know, higher consciousness, 5D consciousness. It's the power of detaching from the things you can see in the physical. So through your Mm -hmm. physical eyes, physical you, as far as little physical you can see and allowing yourself to connect with the higher knowledge because when things are going south and it feels like everything is falling apart or that the old patterns that come back and you're feeling like crap because it happens and it just takes the pressure off completely when you reframe it to connect okay it might look like this and this is one of my favorite exercises um to use it's just a mindset exercise actually when you put two columns and in one you describe what is going on in the physical right now so okay what is going on what am i experiencing in the physical it looks like my bank account is below zero this person is triggering the fuck out of me because this isn't that (laughs) or i'm feeling like that i'm feeling like this describe whatever is going on and that's what it looks like in the physical now the next column what could that mean from a higher level of consciousness so Mm. how does your how does your higher self see the same thing how would she read the same situation that you just described yes yes so much yes (laughs) i'm smiling from ear to ear because as marion williamson says you know a miracle is simply a shift in perspective and that's what you're saying working with 3d consciousness is it's a shift in perspective I love that. It's incredible. Everything is very intentional. From Mm. a higher level of consciousness, you're choosing the things that you're experiencing the physical to bring about the healing, expansion, growth, the evolution that your soul needs. So that you need at a soul level. And you might not grasp entirely what that is from that physical perspective. And you don't need to. You don't need to see the bigger lesson. You just need to remember that there is one. And remember that the icky feelings are just coming from, oh, this just this is just as far as I can see from where I'm standing. Yeah. It's, um, you know, the word that's coming up for me is non-resistance. And actually, whatever we resist uh, mm-hmm. g- g- feels way more painful. But when we recognize, like, I'm feeling something in this moment or I'm experiencing something in this moment, and then we can reframe it to know that, it's happening for our growth. We're able to lean into trust a little bit more. And that's what happened very recently. Although like, woo, I was in the thick of it and there was some like real, like it felt like being an emotional soup. I was like kind of swimming in emotional soup, but it shifted very, very quickly because of that ability to come back to this is happening for a reason. Where is the juice in this? Where are the lessons in this? You know, the universe has given this to me for a reason. And it's so beautiful because then we can fully trust life. 
when we when we tap into that and you don't need to know what that is it's another big shift from the more masculine way to go about it the conditioning where we are logical beings that need to explain on paper it's black and white and i have to translate it into words and i have to explain and understand you don't you start yeah. tapping into that higher consciousness when you allow the higher lesson, the thing to be here, even if your logical brain cannot grasp it, that's where magic happens. Yes. And I was saying this to Abby, actually, I know you know mm. Abby. Um, I was saying to her, like, suddenly I didn't have, I still didn't have any answers as to why this had all happened. Had nothing, like no contact, no, didn't know why this friend had decided she wanted me out of her life. But suddenly, like, I was able to drop into the trust of, okay, it's meant to be this way and not have the answer. I don't have the answers. And it's, you know, Sarah, 10 years ago, would have been going on about this for months. She would have pushed. She would have sent emails. She would have sent messages. She would have tried to push to get what she wanted, which was answers. How beautiful it is to... To really be like, all right, well, that was quite painful and move through it now. Maybe I'll move back into it again. Who knows when there's another layer that needs removing or seeing or whatever. But I can truly be okay with not knowing. I have such freedom. Yes, because who actually doesn't know? Who is the you that needs the answer? Is it mm. physical you or the higher you that already knows it? Yes. Oh, that's such a great question. Like, is it? It's, it's ego. Yeah. It's ego wanting to control and manipulate and force. And we all have one and having an ego is not necessarily a bad thing, but it's not rooting for our happiness and our peace. Yeah. Whereas higher self, higher, you know, our higher consciousness, it's like, chill, everything's cool. <laughs> you know, chill woman. It's good. And that higher you already has the answers. So yeah. she's not looking for answers. The part of you that needs the answer is the ego, the brain, yeah. the physical. Yeah. So you can allow that to be. And like you said, it's the non-resistance. It's allowing. Another tangible tip of practice is a powerful journal prompt. Just asking yourself and reflecting, where am I not fully allowing? And that being not only that situation, but everything in your life, because it's all connected. So if something comes up that you're resisting, where am I not allowing in this case, not only because I'm chasing the person to give me answers, why they, they stop talking to me or something, but where else am I not allowing? Mm. When I delegate, when I, you know, when my partner is doing the dishes and is a mess and I want <laughs> to go there and do it myself because he's not going to do as well as me, you know? I'm not allowing and I'm going to see that reflected in my business and in other things. Yeah, that's so true. Like, where am I not, where am I not allowing? I love that yeah. because it's like, where am I not allowing myself to feel what I'm feeling? Mm -hmm. Where am I not allowing? I know a lot of the women um, listening to this one day would love to be entrepreneurs, but they're in that, that stage of like finding out who they are. Like, where am I not allowing my exploration? Where am I not allowing myself to follow what inspires me? Where am I not allowing for, to receive help? Like, this is so powerful, Najia. I love this. Thank you for sharing it. Of course. Oh, it's such, so a, good. such a big reframe. Even where am I not allowing the doubt? 
and the discomfort because yeah. I don't know and I don't like to not know. And that's when we build resistance on top of yeah. resistance and we don't know. You are experiencing doubt and we tend to just put layers on top because it doesn't feel good. Let me look for the answers. Let me look for whatever else instead of just sitting with the discomfort of, I don't know. Yeah. Allowing so that true. energy to expand also. And, and, you know, the biggest signal for, for any of us is when we're in resistance is sometimes because the mind can play lots of tricks. I'm not in resistance right now, blah, blah, blah. Well, there's resistance, but it's like feeling into your body. It's like, if you feel tense and tight and you're clenching something or this pain, like you, my love are in resistance to something going on in your experience right now. And the majority of us are living with chronic tightness. Mm every single day because of this so we know that we are living more expansively when our body feels more expansive that's so true we were just saying how energy naturally wants to expand when mm. in your physical body you curl and we take a step back and the shoulders go up and you're immediately ugh, clenching and that contractive energy you're clogging the pipes because energy yeah. wants to expand and move and physically you're not allowing that. Yes. Yes. And that's why I teach such embodied practices to my women. It's, you know, I teach um, trauma release practices and things like that because that's stagnant energy and that's like non-allowing. Mm. And sometimes we're not able to access, access these things in the mind. Sometimes a journal prompt isn't, doesn't go deep enough because something is blocked within us. So we have to go first to the body and then we can start to use the energy of the mind. So I, I love that. I love that. Oh my gosh, I have loved this conversation. I could, we could continue for, for ages. Me um, too. It goes so fast. It does. So Ligia, tell us a little bit more about where we can, we can find you. You can find me in my Facebook group. It's called Higher Self Academy. It's actually called Higher Self Activation right now, but it's going under a transformation. So it's going to be called uh, Higher Self Academy really soon. You can find me on Instagram, im.ligia.leite. Maybe I'll spell that for you later. <laughs> Put in the show notes because it's, it's easier. Yeah, and, I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> and you can find me while well, I'm hosting now twice a month energy circles, energy rituals, and my energy course that is called Energy Mastery, where we break down the foundations of energy dynamic, actually all that we were discussing right now and in this conversation and breaking down the 5D consciousness, quantum, tapping into your energy, masculine, feminine, and all those dynamics to make it tangible so you can actually apply them. It's what I teach in Energy Mastery. Oh, that sounds, sounds incredible. So guys, check Ligia out. Like she is legit. <laughs> and um, thank you so much for sharing your wonderful wisdom with us on this episode. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise Priestess podcast. If this episode spoke to you, you can contribute greatly by sharing it to your Instagram stories. Make sure that you also tag me at Dr. Sarah Coxon so that I can personally reach out and thank you. 
And if you're not already a member of my Instagram community, you can pop over there now and join us. I keep it very real over there, sharing behind the scenes of my life and business to inspire you to live life and do business your own way. You can also apply to be a guest on the show by emailing sarah at Dr. Sarah Coxon with the subject podcast guest. You can also head over to my website, the link is in the show notes, to find out more about how I can help you step into your unique priestesshood to unlock deep contribution and potent prosperity. See you next time.